Have you ever wondered why you aren't getting the results, relationships, or life that you want, or why some of your clients run into the same problems? I'm certified life coach, Lindsay Pullman, and I'm here to tell you that there's nothing wrong with you. There's just more to understand about the multifaceted beauty of the human body. I believe that being trauma-informed is an essential standard of care for coaches, and I'm here to support life coaches who recognize that there is so much more than mindset work when it comes to supporting ourselves and our clients responsibly. So glad you're here. Come on in. Hello, hello. So happy that you are here today. Can't wait to talk to you about today's subject. And you can thank one of my clients for this podcast episode. I knew it was happening, but she asked me a certain question a week or two back where I was like, yeah, it's time. It's time to record. So one of the foundational pieces of my coaching philosophy is to support women in returning to self, returning to their truest self, getting to a place where they feel safe enough to see their true self, to honor their true self, to accept themselves right as they are, their being, their essence, that unchanging part of them. And if they want, ultimately feel safe enough to let that part be seen in the world. And just that on a micro level, any woman doing that on a micro level is changing the world. It really is because we're so interconnected. And for me personally, Living an intuitive-led life is the goal. It doesn't have to be a goal for everybody. But what I've noticed is that is a goal for a lot of people. That intuitive-led life is led a lot more by pleasure and not pressure. It's more sustainable. When we're living an intuitive-led life, it's like we have this really sustainable energy and output that really supports us in developing out what we want to develop out in this life. And so... The way I see intuition is it's our divine birthright. It also can be considered pre-verbal, right? One of my colleagues says that intuition is the language you came here knowing how to speak. And I love that so much because for a lot of us, our intuition or even like being aware or connected to it has been so conditioned out of us, out of fear for so many different reasons, which I could get into. And maybe I will a little bit later in the episode, but... It's just something that for a lot of us women, and I'll say men too, is where with my clients, what I see is, you know, fostering this returning, this returning of knowing, this returning of of what we know. And a lot of times that comes with learning how to ground our nervous system enough so that we can hear those whispers, hear those calls. Because it can start small with a little whisper like, hey, something's off, right? Hey, something's off. And, you know, sometimes we listen, sometimes we don't. And then our heart rate kind of increases a little bit like, hey, something's off. And it can escalate more and more as it it leads us to amp up. But if it's sending us little cues and things like that and we don't listen, it can also eventually just be like, yeah, I give up for a while. Let me know when you're ready to, to listen. And so I love just how constant and loving my intuition is, even when I actively choose not to listen to it. And how whenever I return to it, it's never a judgy like, see, you should have done this or this or this, right? That kind of wording, that tightness, that closed, you know, that kind of closed tight feel like that to me is not intuition, which I'll get into in a little bit. But I just, it's so important to me to talk about because I do believe that being attuned to our intuition can also really help us get super clear on our core values so that we can live a life that's 
we deserve, first of all, and that is ultimately more fulfilling right now because we're aligned with our self-integrity and we're able to live in integrity with ourselves um, and like a truer integrity with ourselves. So I believe that our natural self-energy is one that where we're aligned and attuned to our intuition. And again, when we are living from that place, I can't tell you how much more organic the energy comes from that helps us live in a more sustainable way. So some things that I like to remind my clients too is that you don't have to be completely grounded to have access to your intuition. Some a lot of, you know, some people say that like our intuition speaks through our nervous system. And so especially when we're talking nervous system work, making sure we don't get into this all or nothing space where we think we have to be like really grounded and really calm and ready to access our intuition. That doesn't always have to be the case. And so that's something that I really like to let, you know, my coaches know and my clients know is that you can be in a trauma response and of course still have access to your intuition. Plenty of people have access to their intuition. And I think as women, we've been so conditioned to gaslight ourselves to do anything perfectly that we might even gaslight ourselves for having a trauma response because then we can't have access to our intuition. That's just not true. And so I always like letting people know you don't have to be fully regulated to access your intuition. You can be in a trauma response and still have access to your intuition. You can make intuitively guided decisions as you are dysregulated, right? Because even the idea of dysregulated or trauma response or fully regulated, those are all kind of spectrums. And one thing that I've realized too is with time is some people are scared to kind of attune or listen into their intuition because they have this little agenda or these rules where it's like, well, if I know what it wants me to do, and that, then I have to follow through. And I actually think that's something to pay attention to because for me personally, the goal is to just have a really connected relationship there and not think and not have this like agenda for myself where it's like, well, once I find out, then I have to follow through or else. But then what happens is you don't even tap in. One example that I like to use is, you know, say that I've watched like three episodes of, you know, something on Netflix and I know that I'm tired and my body's like, that's good. Like it's, let's good. Let's go to bed. I can get that intuitive hit and it doesn't mean that I have to act on it. And so for me, like whether I act on it or not, I can still remain connected to that, whether I act through act on it or not. I can acknowledge like, yeah, it kind of makes sense that I should stop and go to bed. And I think I'm going to watch this anyway. When we can take out the judgment and the agenda for how we should behave, it helps us just have this more open communicative connection, right? Because if we're like afraid that we have to follow through just because we get the hit, then it makes it harder for us sometimes to check in for the hits or we don't even end up checking in for the hits, right? So again, like you can still remain connected to your intuition by listening and being honest with yourself as to why you're going to follow through or not follow through. My body is full or like even just, you know, maybe you know you need to leave your marriage. Like maybe you're in like a physically abusive marriage where you know things are really bad. and let's say you don't do anything to to make that move, right? And so instead of judging yourself for it, it's like, what if we can just honor where we are right now and recognize, I know that there's something here and I don't know, I don't have enough information or I don't have enough of what I need to just 
act on it and suddenly leave. And so it's like we can honor where our nervous system is at the same time while also being connected to our, our intuition, right? Sometimes we get a hit for a big life decision, like something like that would, you know, like leaving a marriage might, I think that counts, right? And we may or may not be ready to follow through with it yet. And so again, not following through doesn't force intuitive disconnection. It's, I think it's more about how you acknowledge the hit, right? We can communicate it as if it were a part, right? Hey, yes, I see this, but right now I feel like my nervous system needs blank. I'm going to do blank before I follow through and thank you. And this really matters because if we have a belief, like I said, that if we, that we have to follow through, it can affect our connection and the ability to get answers when we muscle test or do things like that. So a lot of the work that we're doing to regulate our nervous system and promote healing and educate and things like that as humans, it's there to support us in diving deeper into our true self, our true connection, like being connected to that beautiful, unchanging essence. And when we can get into acceptance here, this promulgates self-trust, self-confidence so that we can have our own back as we allow our true selves to be seen in the world. So I'd like to think of our intuition as like that sixth sense. And it's so magic. It's so valuable. And I'll tell you guys, like I've worked with so many women in and through betrayal trauma and being able to hone in on intuition is, I don't want to say it's everything because I don't want people to think like, well, crap, I'm screwed, but it is so key to learn how to support yourself through that intuitive connection when you're still being lied to, or even when he has stopped lying to you and you're still trying to figure that out and figure out what is what, figure out like the grass from the trees or whatever. And so having that deep connection and being able to differentiate between like nervous system hits and nervous system triggers is so, so monumental, so foundational to me. And it's something that I go deeper to in my trauma certification for for coaches. So locking into and understanding intuition is... It just is one of the core tenets of my program because your intuition is there even when it seems like no one else is. Your intuition, again, is it's there even when you're being lied to. It knows. It knows what you need, right? And so that's why during my program, we spend time on processing calls, gently accessing this part of us when people are ready and in an appropriate way that makes sense for the client and meets them where they're at, right? We spend and take that time learn using different modalities to calm our nervous system so that we can more readily access this. We also go through special practices to show you how to test for yourself to know your truth, not our truth, your truth, and get answers from your intuition. It's impactful and it's pretty powerful. And it's so fun uh, when people start trying these out for themselves and getting incredible answers. And I do this stuff all the time. So it's not something to me that I just master and I'm done with. I, for so many things like that, I love being in this space where I can test and get hits where it's like a yes, a soft yes, or a soft no, or a like a less soft yes, or a less soft no, or like a, it actually doesn't really matter. So this work is just so, so, so invaluable because so many of us have been conditioned to not trust our intuition, right? And when we think about patriarchy conditioning, socialization, family relationships, and expectations there, it makes sense that when we 
honor our intuition, it disrupts the homeostasis of different relationships and things like that. So it makes sense that a lot of us might feel triggered and not want to access that because maybe when they have tried speaking up for themselves or they have tried leaning into that intuition and taking action from there, the responses from society or from cultures and things like that were negative, right? And then our cute little brain like logs that as like doing this isn't safe. But ultimately, when we can clear that smoke, um, I just think it's so magical when we can live an intuitive led life. And again, I'm not going to try to convince everyone that this is the way to go just because I find peace here. But even just clearing the smoke to get our clients to a point where they see that this is an option so that they can decide how they want to live. So in my program, we go deeper on the understanding of the ins and outs of intuition. We've already had two experts come in and do workshops on it, which has been really, really fun. We talk about different ways that intuition speaks to us, how to start listening again, especially if we've been taught to do the opposite of our entire life. And if you're sitting there thinking, what does it sound like? What is What does she mean? What is an intuitive-led life anyway? I mean, just off the top of my head, to me, it's full of like wonder, openness, non-urgentness, pleasure, magic, abundance, love, aliveness in all of the emotion, right? And so much more. Of course, there's still tough stuff, but when we're attuned to our intuition, like that can be approached with such a grounded understanding and more neutral acceptance as well. I can't tell you how different I handle the tough stuff when it comes up because I'm able to ground into my intuition and know that it's going to be okay. It's amazing. Another thing about intuition is that I think really helps people is it acts in a non-linear, non-rational space. (laughs) And when you think about how a lot of us have been conditioned and programmed, it's to be linear and to be rational. I mean, I can't speak for you, but I went the accounting, typical like accounting, CPA, public accounting route. Like it was linear and it was rational and it made sense. And it, it made sense for a mom to do an accounting degree because then I can have all the blah, blah, blah. Like it was so incredibly rational. And I'll just say boring for me, (laughs) not for everybody, of course, we need accountants. And for my husband too, like he went the dental school route, which was very linear and rational. And so of course you can be in those professions and that could be a very intuitively led thing. But I'll just say from my individual experience, living in a linear rational space felt safe to me because of how I was taught. And so when I started attuning and listening to my intuition, I had to step beyond the bounds of linearity and rationality. And it was a little bit scary at first. And so I just want to make sure that people recognize that, yes, that's there. And there is an option to feel safe as you consider to live an intuitive life. As you start thinking about what your intuition is, what it's trying to tell you, what's there, it's almost like... Yeah, I know there's this closet and I just don't want want to know what's in there, but there is this closet. I don't really want to know. And so it can be disconcerting and it can be fun. And I think one thing that I like doing with clients is like helping them test out intuition in ways that's just kind of like fun and easy in the beginning. We don't have to go to the big, huge life decisions with our intuitive checks. We can start doing it in fun, easy ways that feel more safe. So back to what I was saying at the very beginning of the podcast. During one of my group calls last week, I was asked, how do you address things with a client if they get triggered by words like intuition, inner knowing, 
divine knowing, Holy Ghost? And I think it's such a great question. And there's probably like 18 answers. I'm going to give you four. These are just four that like came to my mind, but I... I'm such a believer in using your intuition to see the nuance with each client as they bring stuff to you. So there really could be like 1,400 other directions to go here. But I'm just going to give you four that kind of came to mind. So maybe you've started attuning to your intuition and living in an intuitive-led life and you see the value in it, but your clients are like, ah, like, I don't know if I want that. Um, There's so many different ways you can go. So one thing you can try is just some really, really light touch coaching with no agenda for them to agree with you. Even like releasing the model, if you use like a coaching model, if they're getting potentially triggered or activated by these terms, we don't want to just like find the thought and be like, see, like see what you're doing, see what you're creating. We can just ask them to define it for them, see what their beliefs are about it. And just be super curious, like, where did that come from? Where did that come from? And I think if you are in the energy of curiosity and not proving them wrong and just asking them questions. I'm not going to say this is going to happen because I don't like to have agendas for clients, but there's a chance that they may see some circular logic or holes in their logic and it might help them get there on their own if that's what they want so that they kind of get there on their own and we're like, oh yeah, hmm, maybe there is something else. Okay. Another thing you can do is feel out whether they want to learn more about intuition from your non-agendaed space to see if it supports them in being less activated or afraid of the idea. So it makes sense that they could be triggered or activated. Women used to be tortured, killed, drowned for living intuitively led lives. If you think of like witch hunts and things like that, those women were intuitives. They were intuitives and it was a threat and they were tracked down and killed. (laughs) So them getting killed doesn't just end with them. That generational trauma of the people who witnessed those events and did survive, that gets passed down. So if it's there, it makes sense It makes sense that it's there. And we can just like honor that too. We can honor that we've been conditioned as women to need to be chosen by men. And if you're a man, you can honor that it's probably been conditioned for you to maybe feel more like it's better for you to be a machine than get in touch with your emotions and your intuition. And I'm speaking maybe a little bit more to women, but I'm not discounting any of your experience as well, men who are listening. Okay. So just know that I see how these systems have been really disempowering for women and men. For women, we needed to be subservient and override our needs and the things that we wanted in the name of survival. That was just a few hundred years ago. It wasn't that long ago. That stuff gets inherited and passed down, okay? So there's that. A third thing you can do, like if they seem a little bit activated already, you can just feel out like, what do they need most right now? What would support best look like? And another thing you can do too is to just ask if there's any wording or terminology that would better suit them for now. Just so powerful and... And it can also be limiting, right? And so it's like, it can, it's powerful and it's limiting, yet in some ways we kind of need language sometimes to, to be able to express ourselves. And so maybe there's just a different word that works better for them. And it's just a matter of kind of meeting them where they're at. That really is the key in my opinion. Okay, so just because we see the value and how an intuitive-led life has helped us, it's not something we want to force on someone unless that's something that they want, okay? 
as we're able to ground ourselves in our nervous system, we're able to be more present and more in the here and now. So a few final notes that I just wanted to offer about intuition are these. First of all, it speaks differently to everyone, even you. So the more you attune to your intuition, the more that you know, you might see that intuitive hits come as visuals or as words or as something else. There's so many different ways that like, we access our intuition and it's like just through different senses. And sometimes it can even switch. It may start with a visual and then we might hear something. And so the more that we're, again, for me personally, as I take time to really take care of my nervous system, which is why we do a lot of that work in our program, it helps us be in tune to like our specific style of receiving intuitive hits. For some people, a visualization can be the thing that grounds us when we don't know the how around the future. And I love that too, because it isn't always the words that get us to calm. Sometimes it's like a visual that we can lock into. And sometimes it's our intuition that presents that to us. Okay. Intuition, it responds to our actions. So the more we respond to intuition, the more clearly it can show or present itself. Um, If you want to practice utilizing your intuition from day to day, try doing it with things that make it easy to approach more playfully. So I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but you can do it with oracle cards, you know, what foods to eat. Should I try a different way home? Or like that, if you just notice yourself thinking about things, just kind of checking in like, Is that something to pay attention to? Because sometimes intuitive hits are delivered to us a little bit like thread by thread. And so sometimes it's like we take one thread before we're giving the next thread. So it can kind of feel slow. When you think of like the way like a a flower blossoms, it doesn't just, it's not just like, boom, you know, sometimes it is. And sometimes it is a little bit slow, like the way nature unfolds. Um, And I think one thing too is, is to keep in mind is it can never be broken. So if it feels like yours or your clients is broken, one thing you can check in with is like, just keep saying, is it true? Is that true? And if they keep saying, well, yes, because this or this, just kind of keep checking in, of course, with curiosity and no agenda. Like, is that true? And for me, when I really just keep asking that question and pause to see what comes up, I can get my answers. And so this intuition piece is so important in my program because to me, it's just where so much of the magic happens. And so facilitating this connection through different tools and modalities that we do is so, so, so rewarding because it can also help us trust in the future and trust in where we're going from a really grounded space instead of kind of getting out of the here and now and being anxious about the future or depressed about the past or things like that. So it's been really fun sharing all of this with you and I hope that it's been helpful for you as well. Hey, come and join us in this revolution. Gotta crawl before we walk this in evolution. So are you ready to become a part of our forever community of trauma-informed coaches? Go to lindsaypullman.com and see if my advanced certification is a fit for you. And we ready to heal this what we pursuing. Coaches change lives, it's what we doing. This the place to be, no need to panic see. We got each other's backs in this healing community. Wanna know the facts? It's simple. When we coming together, yeah, we got unity.